This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, founder of Relatable. I am so excited for this podcast episode. As soon as the idea came to me, I posted um, on my Facebook page how excited I was to share this information and insight with you. And I got so much positive feedback, lots of new subscribers. So hey to all of you who are just now catching wind of this podcast. It will change your life. And this episode in particular is going to do that. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes there are things that you don't want to hear, right? There's some things that you don't want to hear, but often it's those very things that transform you forever and in the best way possible. And I believe that this episode will be one of those moments for you. Um, I remember when I first came across this idea and this concept, I couldn't quite capture it into words that made sense and were easy to explain to someone else, but I felt it and I applied it and I saw it create an important change in me that then certainly impacted my marriage for the better. Um, And so I'm excited to share with you this concept of felt needs versus real needs. And I came across this exact terminology recently um, through a book that I was reading called, um, I wanna make sure I get it correct for you. It's how to act right when your spouse acts wrong. And it's by this woman named Leslie Vernick. I hope I'm saying her name correctly. But um, I'm not even done reading the book, but when she introduced this concept and she only touched upon it briefly, at least uh, in terms of what I've read so far, I knew that it was like the jackpot and the gold mine of what I had been thinking about and applying and wanting to be able to articulate in a very specific way. And I think this concept of felt needs versus real needs really do that. So here is what I'm talking about. So felt needs are those wants, those wishes, those hopes, those desires that we all have as humans and that we certainly have as wives. Those felt needs are the things that we sort of look to outside of ourselves to bring us happiness and joy. So felt needs are those things you think that you want, right? So whenever I'm talking with either my private clients or someone who is considering 
um, working with me one-on-one, they are able to clearly list the things that they want, right? Like better communication, more intimacy and closeness, and they want to feel worthy and they want to feel confident and appreciated. Those things would fall into the category of felt needs because it's what you want. It's what you desire from another person. And so by getting that need met, you feel better, right? You tell yourself this story that makes you feel better. Real needs, on the other hand, are the real qualities you need in order to develop into who you are supposed to be. Those are the things that are required for you to rise to your highest potential and the greatest place of happiness and fulfillment. Real needs are things that are cultivated and created within yourself and are things that only you can sort of generate through the power of God working within you, within yourself. It's not something that you can actually ever get from someone else, but something that you create and cultivate within. Real needs are what God knows you need, right? So felt needs, what you think you want, real needs, what God knows you need. And here's the thing that I see happen in marriage so often is that we focus on those felt needs and in a way it sort of shortcuts and hijacks a process that will get us to meeting our real needs. What I mean by that is that when you get married, a lot of times you look for your husband to be the source of happiness. You look for your husband to validate you. You look for your husband to give you a sense of worth and value. That's why so many people want to be appreciated. They want attention. They want affection. They want those words of affirmation. And in reality, when we look to something or someone outside of ourselves to bring us happiness, to bring us joy, we miss the opportunity to create that within ourselves, which is really the only way that it lasts forever. Because when you're looking for someone else to meet your felt needs, the moment they don't, and you don't know how to do it yourself, you end up in a void right? And then you feel sad and you feel lonely and you feel rejected and you feel depressed and you just wallow in despair because that other person is not meeting your needs. Here's where I think we have been socialized in the wrong way when it comes to relationships and especially when it comes to marriage. So many times, you know, when people reach out for a consultation call with me, they're like, he's not meeting my needs. I'm being emotionally neglected. And I think that we believe that because we are taught that our spouse is supposed to meet our needs. And I sort of sit on the fence about that. I think certainly when you're in a mutually satisfying relationship, you feel that your needs are being taken care of, but that's never someone else's responsibility, even and especially your husband, right? Like imagine if you were whole and complete within yourself and that all he did was just add some color and he was the cherry on top of your Sunday, but your Sunday is built and is robust and is full and is delicious all by itself, 
right? Then you never really need another person. You want, you embrace, you make room for him in your life, but your life and your happiness and your joy and your peace is not dependent on what he's bringing to you. And especially, you know, when we make that transition from being single, where we have to meet all of our needs, to being married, we then develop sometimes this codependence of needing our spouse to constantly make us feel a certain way. And that's a ambition, that's a goal that can actually never be met. And so I want to just talk a little bit more about what it looks like to focus on a felt need versus a real need. And so in marriage, a lot of times what I hear is that people want better communication. That is sort of like a felt need. That is something without, you know, outside of yourself that you feel like having better con- communication is going to bring you something that's outside of yourself that can only happen if your husband cooperates and if he's communicating the way that you think he should. A real need in that situation would be your need. um, And when I say a real need and your need, it's really, again, that thing that is going to help you develop into your highest potential. And so it's a need in a way that sometimes it's a need that you may not even be aware that you need or be aware that you even want, right? Again, this real need is sort of what God knows you need. And so in those moments where you're feeling like you want and desire better communication with your husband, perhaps that real need is, one, better communication with God, right? Like he, the, your relationship with God is reflected and mirrored in your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your husband. A real need along those same lines may be the need to just listen and to be quiet. And I can say that because I know a lot of times, and I am even guilty of this myself, of really wanting my husband to open up to me and to share what's on his mind and to give me constructive feedback. And the moment he does, I have something to say about it, right? I have some way I want to justify it, some way I want to defend it, some way I want to explain it, some way I want to tell him that he's seeing it the wrong way. And so if he's communicating and I'm not getting my real need met, which the real need is to be able to listen and to accept a perspective that's different than my own, then again, I've short-circuited and short-changed a process that would help me become the best person that I could be. Does that make sense? So another example is connection. So a felt need that many wives will say they have is, I want connection. I want to feel close to him. I want to experience you know, vulnerability and intimacy in my relationship with my husband. And so that is perfectly normal. Like I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the felt need, but I think in the absence of that connection, in the absence of that intimacy, a lot of times people just don't know what to do. And so when that is not present, it is really a trigger for the real need, that thing that needs to be created and cultivated within you, which is self-sufficiency. Meaning I am whole, I am complete, I am connected to myself, 
right? How often can you say that you really focus on being connected to yourself, right? Do you know who you are? Do you have a good sense of your own identity? Probably not because you've been looking outside of yourself to create connection with your husband. And now that he's not connecting with you at the level that you want, you don't even know what to do. But what I want to suggest to you is that the first thing you do is get connected to you. Develop a sense of self-sufficiency within yourself, meaning that you don't need to be connected to him at that level where you don't even know who you are if you guys don't have the level of connection you think you want. What I'm saying to you is that that is a trigger to turn to your connection to God even deeper, right? You have to cultivate your capacity to receive connection, And in your marriage, when things are going well, you're not even paying attention to that because you're relying on your husband to be the supplier of the connection when really God is the supplier of that connection. And then you create that connection for yourself based on how connected and in tune you are with your own self, right? And so it's a good thing, right? It's a good thing when you can realize that you can realize that this felt need is sort of a mirage covering and masking what God is really trying to do within you and for you for your highest good. Right? The other thing that I hear a lot of women want is reciprocity, right? Like I want, I want it to feel like we love each other equally. I want to feel like we're both making an effort and that we're both putting forth the energy and the time it takes to make this marriage great. I want to know that if I do something for my husband, he's likewise going to do the same for me. We all want reciprocity. It comes from this belief that things need to be fair, that things need to be equal. And that is the felt need. On the other hand, I think what God tries to show us in those moments where it's not feeling equal, where we don't have that reciprocity, that is a trigger, again, for the real need of sacrificial love. Sacrificial love meaning that you give your love because you see it as an expression of the God in you and you see it as your gift to the other person right? You've heard it's better to give than to receive. And that's all fine and good, maybe when we're giving a material item. But even in those cases, you can be honest with yourself and say, like, if you give someone a present, like, you would love for them to give you a present in return, or give you at least the gift of their appreciation. And so sacrificial love means you do it because you want to do it. You do it because it's the right thing to do, and you expect nothing in return. And I truly believe that that is what God calls us to do in marriage, right? But the problem is when we unite with our husbands initially, it's all about what we're getting, right? He's making us feel good. He's spending time with us. He's stroking our egos in all the right ways. And when that's not there, then it's like, pause, halt, stop, (laughs) right? I'm not giving that to you because I'm not getting it. And I think God wants more for us, right? I think the example of Christ and how he loved the unlovable, right? Like 
he loved people who hated him. That is our model, right? And so, you know, I'm sure your husband doesn't actually hate you. and, And I definitely hope you don't think he does. Um, but he may not be giving at the level that you think he should be giving. And instead of focusing on that felt need of reciprocity, focus instead on what God is trying to grow you and stretch you to understand and appreciate and apply, and that's sacrificial love, right? The other piece that I often hear is unmet expectations, right? So the felt need is to have our expectations met, right? We want that husband we think we got. We want him to be attentive. We want him to be a team player. We want him to be engaged and present and thoughtful and all of those things, right? The list could go on and on and on. And so we have a sense of entitlement sometimes. We have this felt need that the expectations we have should be met. And again, if we go deeper to our higher selves, to that version of ourselves that's going to be the best, not only for ourselves, but for everyone else in our midst, then we realize that when our expectations are not being met, the conditions with which we thought we were marrying and the type of person we thought we were marrying, when that sort of goes out the window and we see sides of our husbands that we don't really like, that is a call to unconditional love. Can you love him anyways when he's not this quote-unquote picture-perfect image of what you thought when you see all his flaws, when you see all his emotional messiness, when you see all the ways that he falls short, can you still love him unconditionally? Can you truly hold on to the vows for better and worse? Right? We're all for the better, but when the worst comes, we use that as the first excuse to exit or to criticize or to judge or to just wallow in unhappiness. But what if we chose unconditional love instead? What if we saw those unmet expectations as the very places where we need to love our husbands more? How awesome would that be? What a miracle you would create in your marriage, right? Other felt needs that I hear a lot about is this need of feeling loved, right? Of having love feel easy and just come naturally and to just be in a state of feeling in love. And I think the real need underneath that, right? So if you're in a place where you're like, I don't feel in love with him. I don't have those butterflies. That is a superficial felt need. The real need, again, that place where you are going to grow, where you are going to soar, into the highest and best version of yourself is seeing love as something you choose consciously and something you make a commitment to, even when you don't feel like it. So that means you begin to learn how to train yourself to think loving thoughts about your husband, to generate the emotion of love using 
first the power of the Holy Spirit, but two, the power of your own mind to create that. Because here's the thing that a lot of us miss. The love you felt, those butterflies you felt before, were only a function of your thoughts. We're only a function of the perception you had of your husband. We're only a function of the beliefs you had of him because you told yourself a specific story about him, that he's cute, that he makes you feel good, that he's so attentive, he's so loving, he's so great, yada, 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 right? The list goes on and on in terms of what you thought about him when you were having and experiencing those butterflies. But now the short story has changed. The script has been flipped and you're not telling yourself those loving things about him. And so as a result of that, you're not feeling the butterflies. But if you saw love as a commitment, as something you were 100% fully committed to experiencing, giving and feeling, then you would do the work to renew your mind, to transform your thinking about this man so that you did feel that same way about him right? He really hasn't changed as much as you think he has. And if you can get behind that and choose to see the best in him, choose to begin to position yourself in the same mindset you had earlier, then you'll find that love actually does come easy. The last thing that I'll say in terms of an example well, maybe I'll give you two. I'll give you two. There's there's one more after this one. But um, is the the felt need to receive like praise and acknowledgement and like a level of sort of appreciation in your marriage right everyone wants to hear thank you everyone wants to hear you did a good job and again nothing wrong with that but i believe in the absence of that you know when your husband isn't um, giving you the praise when you're not being acknowledged for what you're doing, when you're not getting the accolades and the pats on the back. That is a call for humility. Humility meaning that you serve for the um, benefit and the good feelings of serving, but that you don't serve to be praised. You don't serve to be elevated and to be sort of like touted as this, you know, amazing person. And you are amazing, right? You are amazing whether someone tells you or not. God made you amazing. And so humility comes when you're able to sort of not seek that praise, right? And focus on cultivating a humble spirit because you serve, because it's the right thing to do, because it honors God and it's in alignment with who you are and who you want to be as a person. Okay. Now, the last one that I will share is a lot of times we want to experience like a miracle or a shift or a breakthrough in our marriage. And it's funny that I'm even saying this because my coaching program for this year is actually called The Breakthrough. Um, but we look for sort of God to move or we look for like quantum leaps and massive shifts in our marriage as a way to like prove that we can be happy, right? Someone emailed me recently saying, I need a breakthrough in order to be happy. And what I want to say is that sometimes, right, sometimes that breakthrough, that miracle, that shift is slower in coming than you would like because God is cultivating patience. He's cultivating 
a strong spiritual relationship with him. He is cultivating a consistent prayer life. He is cultivating surrender. He is cultivating obedience, right? Like if we just snapped our fingers and God answered our prayers immediately, then we wouldn't dive deeper into relationship with him. We wouldn't be so consistent in our prayer life, right? There's nothing to bring you, you know, before God than a challenge in the most important relationship you have, which is your marriage, right? And then when it's not moving, when it's not changing, he will position you to just surrender. And so maybe that's the need that is really there. Again, God knows what you need and he is creating and allowing situations to happen in your life to cultivate the things you need to be taken to the next level. So I knew when I came up with this idea and I wanted to share this, that for some of you, you would not like it at all. But for others, you get it, right? You get it. You see how you've been focusing on the wrong things and missing the opportunity to grow yourself, to stretch yourself, to really step into that person that God is calling you to be. I truly believe that any challenge in your marriage and any challenge in your life can be used for your greater good, can be used for you to be at your highest and fullest potential. And so if you are listening and you feel like, yes, I need to be much more in the real needs category. I need to be working on humility, unconditional love, sacrificial love, self-sufficiency, seeing love as a commitment, right? Another one is the difference between the felt need of happiness. We all want to be happy in our marriage versus holiness, right? God is calling you to be holy, not just happy, If that is you, if you find yourself knowing that you need to elevate the way you are showing up to your marriage, I really want to invite you to consider um, my breakthrough coaching program. That is exactly what this work does. It helps you to um, transition from focusing on those felt needs that aren't being met to the real needs, to what God is really calling and demanding of you during this season in your marriage. And so if you feel like you could benefit from some mentorship from me, if you feel like you could benefit from some coaching from me, if you feel like you could benefit from having an um, life-changing, transformative retreat experience with me, I really want to encourage you to check out this breakthrough coaching program. I have a website with it. You can find it at berelateable.com. So it's B E R E L A T E A B L E.com forward slash breakthrough. 2019. I will link to it in the show notes so that you have it there. Um, You can also find me personally on Facebook. Send me a a direct message, Siobhan Lenore Parat, and I will absolutely send you the link that way too. You can also join my um, private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, and you can absolutely access more information about it there. But whether or not you explore, you know, becoming a client and working with me one-on-one or not, I really want to encourage you to just take stock of how often you sit 
in the felt needs category versus the real needs. Again, felt needs, what you think you want, real needs, what God knows you need. I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has been one of those aha moments of like, wow, I didn't even think of that. And I hope it will ignite a change in you and a change in your marriage. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.